TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Everybody, welcome to episode 96 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Todd. I'm Brooks. Dan. And uh, it's uh, been a week uh, since uh, we... It's been two weeks for Dan. I was going to say, what? How's it been two weeks? I didn't, what? <laughs> Did I miss a week? What happened? Uh, the cryosleep functioned and you were technically dead for about 20 minutes. Why did it have to be technical? It could have just, we could have just gone all the the extra mile. <laughs> so uh, there uh, are a few things that uh, have been in the news uh, this past week. Um, one of which, though, which looks kind of rad, is uh, there's going to be a Lego set for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, so like... It, you build an NES console and a cartridge. Everything's functional. It even hooks up to like a TV where you crank on the side and it makes like a Mario thing. Like it actually puts Mario through a course uh, on this this thing. And if you have the current Super Mario like Lego thing where there's that smart Mario, uh, you can put him on the top of the TV and it'll play the music. What? Yeah, it's That's ridiculous. So it looks seriously it's cool. It's going to be something that people will build, use once, never use again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's That's same as any of college. my collector bullshit that I have around the house, you know, like... That's that's its entire purpose. That That is its, its lifespan. Now that we've grown up and don't have imaginations anymore, Dan, that's all that Legos are good for. We can't all continue having space wars. What are you talking about? I play Minecraft. Sorry, you're an old bastard. I might be a salty old dickhead, but I can still have fun with my imagination, Tyler. (laughs) Real? Well, (laughs) aren't you fucking special? No, nobody special, Tyler. <laughs> you you, you ableist dickhole. <laughs> That's what makes us special, is that we're not. Wow! But I'm Welcome to the nihilist pod, topless robot yeah, podcast. Right. <laughs> God is dead. I'm an assertist, sir. Where nothing matters and <laughs> the rules are made up. Welcome to my uh, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche podcast, um, where I do nothing but uh, read aloud uh, uh, Antichrist. I'm sorry, it's pronounced Friedrich Kroger. (laughs) 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 Um, But on that same topic... uh, of the NES, uh, we saw a record uh, auction for an original boxed and wrapped, sealed uh, original Super Mario Brothers NES game. Went for $118,000 at auction. Jesus. Type of things I won't buy that because I don't get it. 
speaking of things that will go on a shelf and never be seen again. Yeah, right. But I mean, like what what kind of blows my mind on that is, I mean, I get the the desire as a collector to have a complete box, right? Like having the original instruction manual and stuff like that. It can be kitschy and it can be like a cool portal into an era, a very specific era of gaming. But like to me, I, I understand the appeal of like a new inbox sealed old, old uh, action figure, right? Like the all of the the presentation and everything is all you know part of what makes that special. But for a video game, like not too much to me, you know. And especially for like the cartridge on its own is probably one of the most common. Yeah, cartridges out there. That's what what I was going to say. That's why I'm surprised that went for so much because they produced so many of those things that they're like they're worthless if they're not in box. Yeah, give like a dollar. (laughs) Yeah, right. If that. Yeah, especially if if it's a Mario Bros. Duck Hunt combo. Yeah, right. (laughs) Or the uh, very special Mario Bros. Duck Hunt track and field uh, combo. That's what I had growing up. I had the track and field pad. I think, well, I think special. this whole idea of like had, this had Mario and Duck Hunt and it had to blow and like it was rusty by the time I got it. <laughs> I think I'll that, that... Snow both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that, that sale of uh, the, that uh, fully inbox uh, uh, game, I think that just that just proves that once you get to a certain amount of money, it just you don't know what to do with it. Anymore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're, you're, you're paying to get to brag that you have something that was designed for people to use that hasn't been used. That that you will never use, that you have no intent of using. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't, I'll never understand the collector mentality. I've made that very clear. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I'll never, Especially when things are that absurdly expensive. I'll never and, understand the purest uh, collector mentality like that. I like collecting neat little things, but like, you know, if you're just going to leave it in a box somewhere, fuck you. I agree. Yeah. If if, if something was created specifically to be used and you don't want to use it, like, fuck you. I don't know. (laughs) What's the point? Yeah. And so like that is what it kind of comes down to is like with the uh, obviously the price is not driven by rarity so literally the only reason that it is this much is because it is completely unused and and sealed what the fuck man like and unless uh let me see if there's because it's possible it may the only other way that i could excuse this is if some of it went to like if it was a charity auction but i don't think it was I wonder how they proved that it was completely unused and unsealed. <laughs> well, it's sealed. Like, what? Well, yeah, but I mean, you can reseal things. You just no, can't, that's like, true. It's really easy to get a package that's already been opened and reseal it. Like, if you can afford to pay $118,000 for a game, you can get a packager. <laughs> I'm My sure they brought in some... Fast fortune buying this thing that has never been used, and it shall never be used again. We shall never display it. It still, <laughs> it still has like Cheeto finger dust on the inside. <laughs> granted, 
granted, there there will come a time, and it'll be probably we won't be dead, but we'll be old for sure. Where stuff like that will then be like museum grade antiques. So I could see maybe in the future that being worth some money, but yeah, I don't. It's bleh. not really that important, though. Yeah. I just um, wish I had that kind of money to be able to drop on a useless item like that. Yeah, and I would spend <laughs> it on exactly Jesus. not that. I would spend yeah. it on something else. I would spend it on something that I would use or, you know. I would pay off my house. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy an unboxed copy of Action 52. Look, it, I'm, I'm assuming that if I have $118,000 to drop on, on something like a fucking sealed video game, that my house is paid off. Yeah, but I'm saying if I had that money right now, I would pay off my fucking house. (laughs) Me too, but I don't think I'd get close. Yeah, I get someone. (laughs) I I would. I would lower my my mortgage payments. To be fair, that sounds a whole bunch less exciting. Yeah, right. (laughs) New open Nintendo or new unopened a Nintendo game that's a classic. Lower monthly payments by a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds that sounds way better. <laughs> yeah, something that has like real world impact in my, in my life. Useful. Yeah, it's, it's like when you get like like when you get a gift card for Christmas and you use it to buy socks. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, this was a good choice, but I'm not going to get excited about it. And it's like, you know, the the trope being like, don't get people socks for, for Christmas or whatever. And then you, you get it. So people get gift cards because they don't know what else to get you. And you turn around and get socks. It's like the perfect <laughs> holiday cycle. I want to get socks on my own terms. God damn it. <laughs> I'm telling you, as somebody whose job is uh, run around on your feet for between 10 and 12 hours, sometimes uh, you go through socks really fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, my let's see. My mom got me uh, for uh, my birthday last year, like a $50 Amazon gift card. And I turned around and got $50 worth of Kool-Aid mix. <laughs> See now that oh, is is oh, utilitarian. Yeah, that yeah, gets a- <laughs> you I broke Tyler. Bulk Kool Aid mixed to blend with your Mountain Dew to make your artisanal drinks. Right. <laughs> that was entirely expected from the game. Oh my God. <laughs> we lost Tyler. Oh man, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Why didn't you go in? <laughs> I did a running leap and then all of a sudden flying backwards. Um, I was on the door. Uh, oh man, that was weird. Yeah, oh, you're right there, Chief. <laughs> yeah. You okay there, Tyler Chan? I mean, that was really funny, but I feel like it caught you more off guard than it should. That sounds like something that Ryan would do. No, it was just, I don't know what happened. Ignore me. Ignore me. It's like, Ryan, what'd you do today? No, I spent 50 bucks on Kool-Aid powder. Look, I spent $100 on Kalamata olives. It was a birthday present. I mean, what was I going to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, It sucks. (laughs) 
in other news, um, the uh, so uh, Netflix is giving away 1000 months of Netflix subscription. Did you guys hear about this? No, I did not elaborate. So they have this new movie uh, called The Old Guard. That's about immortals. It's got um, uh, Charlize Theron in it. And like I started watching it and it seems interesting enough. Uh, but, uh, I kind of got bored or sidetracked like I usually do and ended up, you know, saying, oh, uh, this needs more attention than I'm willing to give it right now. I'll, I'll come back when I'm ready to give it. Uh, but there's a, they have a little video game that's based on this. And if you beat the game, then, and I'm sure that there are a lot of other guidelines and stipulations, but, uh, the, uh, they will give you 1000 months of Netflix. 1,000 months, that's the ultimate Netflix prize. No! All that's telling me is, like, especially considering it went live on Friday, and uh, considering it has not been won yet, uh, all that's telling me is that they made some impossible video games so they'll never have to dole out, you know, 1,000 months of free Netflix. Is it well, like they need to get somebody person? to pay for Netflix. It might as well be them. Dude, is this a Takeshi challenge of Netflix? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just to the first person? Yes. Like, okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. How long is this game? It's, like, it's also a thousand months long. <laughs> and it's a it's browser just- game. <laughs> By the time you get to the end, they're like, the journey was the true reward. <laughs> <laughs> just go, ha, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I have gone outside. Need Netflix anymore? <laughs> With your final breath, you curse Netflix and then die. Okay. The person with the middle of the person with the top score when the three-day timer runs out wins the prize. So what it is, is since it's the show is about immortals, you're immortal. So dying only slows you down. So it says getting killed only slows you down. So to get the highest score, you have to defeat enemies without getting hit and as quickly as possible. Dan's like, I didn't want to play a survival horror game. (laughs) (laughs) We're dying only slows me down. (laughs) It's just a reskinned version of that game in uh, in Chrome. You know when 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 you're disconnected from uh, the dinosaur. dinosaur. Man, As somebody with really bad internet problems. Trust me, I'm very familiar with the dinosaur game. I'm not bad at it. I'm not bad. I'm not bad at it, but it's one of those games that like all it does is go faster and faster until you eventually will lose. I actually I watched um, It's just like real life. <laughs> there's uh a YouTuber who I follow. Unfortunately, he really doesn't put uh videos out very frequently called Code Bullet, which uh he does a lot of AI stuff. And like he does hilarious shit like trying to teach an AI to walk through negative reinforcement. So creates generations of AI and then creates uh, something that kills them and then allows the last one alive to create the next generation to be the basis of the next generation. So uh, he uses that to train AI and through like 30 generations, they'll get proficient at at walking uh, or at least 
propelling themselves forward. Um, that sounds like a great idea. And so he uh, uh, created an AI that would play the perfect game of Snake, and yeah. that yeah. was fascinating to watch. Uh, but he also created an AI that uh, can play the dinosaur game without losing. Like, at all. So oh. it just keeps going. Forever. See, that, that, that's how we get Skynet. So... <laughs> <laughs> Because his his AI has killed him and is currently using using his uh, his online body to move around. The the T one thousand can can. Yeah. Oh no! It's coming after us, and it can play a perfect game of that dinosaur offline game of, on Google Chrome. <laughs> it's just sprinting through a battlefield, leaping over everything <laughs> in its way. <laughs> Damn, he was too fast. <laughs> Just doing the. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just around the planet. Just. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, it starts off slow, right? And then you just hear like like the beep, and then it just gets like faster. <laughs> Just kind of doing one of these, and then gradually he's just... It, it takes him a while to get up to speed, so you may think you have the lead. It's like that uh, viral video of the um, uh, between-innings uh, baseball race around the baseball field where the mascot gave the the challenger from the crowd like a head start, like a huge head start, and then he's just coming up behind him like crazy. Yeah. He's about to pass the finish line and, and the mascot passes him up. It's that kind of lead up. Where it's like, I, oh, this was easy. I'm so far ahead. Fucking whatever. What a joke. That's eventually how it kills you, though. It gets up to supersonic speeds and just runs through your body and kills you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. never in its path. That's the only way it does damage. Is it's, you just have to stay out of its path or it just runs through. It runs so fast that he just destabilizes the molecules holding our planet together. And then everything just kind of disintegrates. It's I was going like to say... He starts running circles around you and to, and it makes time reverse within that, that circle and you become a baby and, and, and then you're not <laughs> you don't a exist. challenge anymore. Yeah, you don't exist. All of a sudden you turn into just a sperm and an egg, fall to the ground. My job here is done. I just turn into an unopened pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I, have, I have a carton of milk. <laughs> uh, so, in other things that happened this week, uh, Henry Cavill, uh, ever the uh, nerd who he, he is really proving to the world that he is one of us and a neckbeard. Um, he is afraid of women. Yes. So. Uh, you know, I, it's pretty on brand considering when so when when he said that it didn't make sense to me because it's like dude that's the stupidest bullshit i've ever heard and then i realized that he basically has uh, he's pretty much like red pill scene so like he uh uh recently put out a video of him seductively building a computer And it's kind of like that, okay, so you know how to build your own PC, you're into, like, all these nerdy things, and you have this shitty take on hitting on women. Um, you are just a neckbeard. Like, you're, you're an incel. 
It's a little weird. It's a little it weird. Superman. Yeah. And the Witcher. His name is Geralt. Okay. <laughs> Get it right, Ryan. Okay. The Witcher. <laughs> Do you play a Zelda when you <laughs> when you're playing Zelda games, Ryan? Yeah, it's Green Zelda. Tyler, is he a Witcher? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a Witcher, and I would I would argue that he is the Witcher, the Witcher, the titular Witcher. <laughs> Wait, I thought he was the Witcher three. <laughs> <laughs> the Wild Hunt. <laughs> the Wild Cunt. Oh. <laughs> he said a, he said a swear on a television program. <laughs> this is a child friendly podcast, Ryan. So uh I've seen so many, you know, responses to the you know uh Henry Cavill building a PC thing and just most of it is people like <laughs> swooning over the fact that he's a nerd and it's just he's not he's not one of us he i'm I'm sorry to whoever needs to hear this he's not he's not one of us uh or unfortunately he's he is and he's part of a very specific section uh of the nerd community that we should all shun uh yeah it's see now terry cruz building a pc i'm i'm you know all about that to a certain degree uh because a little bit uh he's got more, some hot takes more. he's he's definitely got some hot takes but uh he's learning which is good just can we just stop putting celebrities on a pedestal and, and just admit that a lot of them are flawed stupid people and the only reason we know about their lives is because they're in the public eye but not for anything that's really of note. It's just, you know, I mean, not saying that being an actor is not something of note, but it's not a, really a thing that should give us a, like a reason to idolize them, you know? Like, sure. it, we, we shouldn't expect them to be perfect people. They're artists, like, they're artists that got to a certain point. I don't and, expect Henry Cavill to be a perfect person. Uh, I uh, chastise and deride him in the same way I would if you turned out to be a neckbeard. It's fair. I met mostly people that are like, like just, we put so many people on the, on a pedestal and then just are absolutely flabbergasted when they come out, come out and not, they're not exactly good people. It's like, just, they're not good. They're not going to be good people. I think that comes from, uh, hoping for the best, you know, like it just in, in any encounter that I have with, uh, with any person, I hope for the best. I, I hope that that, you know, you're not going to be a dickhead, you know, the the first time that I meet you, that that you're not going to, you know, uh, be a racist, for example, or be, you know, hold or be a Trump supporter or something like that, like that, that kind of shit. I, I hope for for these kinds kinds of basic things. Uh, and sometimes I'm proven wrong and sometimes I'm not. And, uh, you know, like I certainly can't pretend that I haven't done anything terrible in my life. And I don't think any of us can. Um, uh, but, you know, to still have lines and limits for uh, social expectations in your friends group, 
uh, or even in uh, those you idolize or, or whose work you admire. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being disappointed when proven wrong. That's fair. I guess I would be really disappointed if Tom Hanks came off that pedestal. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, in general, most people just suck, and that's not like unique to celebrities. Yeah, right. <laughs> they yeah, suck. they sucked before they were famous. They just happened to get famous. I don't yeah. know. It's. it's I'm just, not surprised when it turns out another celebrity is a shithead because most people are shitheads. Welcome back to the Nihilist Topless Run Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of whether that per, that particular brand of shithead crosses a line, a personal moral line with you or not. I guess so. I guess. You know, that's, that's of, uh, what it all comes down to. Speaking of being <laughs> being disappointed by uh, people that you're idolizing, the uh, abrupt... Uh, about face that Elon Musk took with Kanye this past yeah, couple weeks yeah. has been absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on the topic of Kanye, he's out. He's in. He's Wait, having. I thought he was out. No, he's in. Uh, or rather, he filed uh, with the FEC in Oklahoma, so he it will be on the presidential ballot in Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, I thought he and officially dropped out. Nope. Oh. Well, it's between him and Joe. <laughs> the Zott, the so. word of yeah. him dropping out didn't come from Kanye. Uh, so it came from Jesus. <laughs> um. The uh, he uh, it was either today or yesterday. He did a campaign rally in North Carolina where he will not be on the ballot and they do not have write-in candidates. <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. I mean, su- surprise, surprise. He's doing this all for his ego. That's what he does literally everything for. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, to start with, everyone thought that this was going to be a uh, viral or, you know, a marketing attempt for an up- for his upcoming album. It is. It still is. <laughs> Maybe everything he's doing, he's doing for more attention, like he always does. Because hey, we just talked about celebrities who are shitheads. He's a great example. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of the perfect examples. He's Uh, awful. Kanye, slavery was a choice. West. Kanye believes uh, in (laughs) anti-pro-choice. West. Yeah. Um. And, uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. He did some abhorrent thing, uh, with regard to Martin Luther King as well. Like, I think he was changing his name or something like that. I can't even remember anymore. He does such ridiculous nonsense all the time. Um, I haven't been on, on the side of Kanye since he said George Bush doesn't care about black people. (laughs) Um, That's still one of my favorite videos to watch with yeah. Mike Myers. <laughs> Watching Mike Myers go, <laughs> what do I do here? <laughs> I, was, I was never on his side, and I never understood the appeal of him as a human being. And I think that's because everyone got into his music first. <laughs> but I don't know, I man. Think, I just think that some of his songs are neat, and that's kind of about it. Shoopity whoop, scoopity poopity doop. It's scoopity poop. I didn't say yeah. that song. 
that's a that's a good old discord bomb for me that gets dropped in our discord (laughs) the sound of a bot joining the channel sends chills down my spine at this point (laughs) you've got you've got pts bot ptsd yep uh we get we get scoopty poop uh we get the entire audio to the first shrek movie Um, (laughs) god what else Hey now, uh, you're an all-star. So for some reason, someone plays the Boost Mobile commercial all the time. <laughs> what the <Why>? fuck? <laughs> or uh, Hello Moto. There's a lot. It just Hello never Moto. stops. This sounds like a... a we should game. have a bot as our guest next week. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Deep Fried Bagpipes. Uh, no one can <laughs> yes. forget Deep Fried yes. Bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Is there any way we can have, like viewers drop bots into our <laughs> that is a terrible idea the call and I, no. that is a terrible <laughs> idea that is a terrible <laughs> terrible idea and, you know someone will abuse that privilege to make a bot say the n-word <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point terrible idea <laughs> that's that's always what happens there's always in every single community there's always some dude who's just waiting for his opportunity to say the n-word and ruin someone's stream the, we've, already learned, we've already learned that lesson with our uh, uh, with the grid stream yeah with the grid stream and targeting it specifically at the grid saying that the grid is racist with their jackbox name yeah the grid is racist yeah right Interesting. Uh, well, like I said, it goes to the point. If you uh, if you if you let randoms in, they'll always do something shitty. Yeah, we had a great stretch there of that not being the case, though. Like, and then someone had to ruin it. Everyone, and it, someone always has to poop on the party. To be fair, it's only happened once. But yeah, that's the problem, though, with uh, with how sensitive a lot of that stuff is. All it takes is once, and somebody will uh, somebody say something to get you a good old Twitch ban. Yep. Uh, someone joined uh, one of our uh, Jackbox games, and I think it was probably the same person uh, with uh, N-word, F-word uh, mm-hmm. as as their name. And I was uh, at first willing to let it go specifically because it is a reference to a Derek comedy skit uh, with uh, um, with uh, Donald Glover. Um where it's a spelling bee thing and that's the word that they have to spell and it's uh it it just taps people out and it's a fucking hilarious skit so like at first i'm thinking okay this is just someone who's like not very self-aware but making a reference to something that's very funny and then you know we killed it and we're like yeah fine you know drop it and uh started back up and uh then if i remember correctly that's when they rejoined as like the grid is racist and was like get fucked dude (laughs) oh man just it's so juvenile and it's not even like a funny shit post be creative you can make people suffer without having to drop the n-bomb on them and it's usually more funny if you do it another way (laughs) it's way more funny be a troll in a good way be a troll for good not a troll for evil yeah. Deserves to be on top of the bridge, not under. 
I thank you, sir. I will firmly remain in my home. I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, in other news, um, Microsoft is officially like has a launch date for Project X Cloud. And Yay. it is coming out in September, and it will be free to um, to Game Pass Ultimate uh, subscribers. So if you're paying for the uh, Game Pass slash Xbox Live bundle, uh, Project X Cloud is just included in that. Oh, tight. So, I mean, it's, it's a, a good way to go about doing it. Um, I think... Uh, I don't know if they ever have any intent of uh, expanding like support to desktop instead of just being like a, a cell phone, a game streaming service for your cell phone. Um, but uh, yeah, and honestly, it works pretty great. And I've got like a claw for my uh, for my controller and uh, that holds my phone on it and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um if I want to play games on my phone, I'll just, you know, break out my Nokia N-Gage, okay? I, no joke, want to get an N-Gage. Like, just uh, as part of my I want to collect all the handhelds in the world, uh, you know, kind of thing. Like, the N-Gage was a terrible mistake that should have never happened. And it's a terrible mistake part of history that I want. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Um... But yeah, like, I think it would be great if, and I doubt this will ever happen, but who knows, considering how buddy-buddy Microsoft has been with Nintendo, I'd love to see an xCloud client released on the Switch. And so you could, you know, log into xCloud and stream games to your Switch and and play them that way. I have a feeling that that will never happen, just because Nintendo's kind of a dick when it comes to that kind of stuff. (laughs) I mean, are they, though? A little bit. I just don't see them. Because, I mean, it's they have Microsoft Studio titles on the Nintendo. They have Ori and the Blind Forest on the Switch. Um, and uh, that relation... Nintendo has never seen themselves in competition with Microsoft nor Sony. I guess. Just seems like something that it doesn't. It seems like a decidedly not Nintendo move to me for some reason. <laughs> but you could be right. To me, it seems more so a not Microsoft move. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Where like Nintendo isn't like particularly restrictive of. I mean, look at the amount of shovelware that has historically come out on every single Nintendo system. Like, the uh, the amount of games that came out on the Nintendo DS versus the amount of worthwhile games that came out on Nintendo DS. Like, how many versions of pets came out on, on Nintendo DS? And, uh, like, you know, that kind Dogs of shovelware bullshit. And do- yeah, exactly. Like... Horses? There's so many just $10 shovelware titles that technically they all got Nintendo's seal of approval in order to be released on the platform. And even if you dig through the Nintendo eShop, there's a billion fucking games on there that are like, who spent five minutes making this to sell it for $10 on the eShop? You know? Uh, So I I would expect the hesitance to come from the Microsoft end more so than the Nintendo end. Because Nintendo is just going to say, well, they're playing it on our system. You know, sure, they're playing Microsoft uh, Xbox titles, but like, you know, 
they're they're playing it on our system so cool that is fair i think it would be rad i don't hold out hope that it will happen but i think it would be really cool someday in the not too distant future and it would be a real win for budget gamers you know like just buy a fucking switch mini and then be able to play xcloud titles on it which are triple a titles yeah that's true what else has happened this week oh yeah um, games launched uh, the other oh day. yeah duh Ghost of Tsushima and uh, Paper Mario came out on Friday. I have played neither of them yet. I am holding out. Me too. I have too many games to play. Really? I was expecting you to be a day one Ghost of Tsushima. No, but Brooks, are you good? Day, were you day one? No, I'm getting it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Everything uh, I've have... heard is is absolutely glowing. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it. For I mean, for as many samurai movies as I own, like I I've been looking forward to this for a real long time, and they have that the uh, Akira Kurosawa mode that just puts it in black and white, and apparently apparently that looks gorgeous. So it puts it in black and white. That's legit. That's pretty rad. Uh, did you hear that Sucker Punch had to um, uh, artificially inflate loading times? Why? So, 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 so artificially make it seem like the game had more time in it or something? No, or? Uh, to make it because they the way that they're loading their assets is uh, specifically as little disk access as humanly possible and is uh, very high efficiency. And okay. uh, so they were getting the game loading so quickly that the tips that show typically on the loading screens were up for a fraction of a second. So in order to get those, <laughs> let those tips stay on the screen for longer, they had to artificially inflate their loading times. That's good. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And also such a weird... I love it. I love it. We live in the future, guys. And it's kind of something that like, wonder if this next generation is going to spell the end of tip screens you know like having those those tips on loading screens because loads are going to be so fast i mean very rarely do those tell you anything useful anyway so sure (laughs) i found that sometimes they're useful toward the end of the game you're still getting like press x to duck walk or some shit like that (laughs) right by the time you're like nearing the end of the game it's like look i've already read everything that you you wrote here i know all of these things i have been doing them actually it would be kind of funny if like once the game detects you doing something it stops recommending that you do it that'd be awesome that would be a good way to an interesting thing but like in in (laughs) You're you're going to the boss fight. The uh, press square to swing your sword. <laughs> in um, in Neon Abyss, uh, in uh, one of the things in their loading screen is like uh, if you every time you walk, oh, like some enemies, you kill them, they turn into like they spill out little worms that kind of try and crawl away. If you step on those worms every single time that you step on them, they give you a coin. Um, so, uh, that's something that isn't immediately obvious when you're just playing through the game normally. I didn't realize until I saw on the tip screen that that is what was happening. So now I make it a point to prevent them from either dying on their own or leaving the room, uh, when I'm going through so I can, you know, get more money. 
um, or like where the secret rooms are. Like it, it tells exactly they're like the secret room is always going to be in a room with the most exits. I'm like, okay, shit. Uh, thanks for that information. That, like those are genuinely useful tip screens. Personally, I enjoy tip screens uh, because a lot of the times I'll put a game down forever and come back and I forget how to do things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I nice little... Have... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just going to make a joke. So um, We'll have no Brooks they, uh... jokes here. No! Levity uh, they... from you, Brooks. They don't have tip screens in Europe because, you know, their economy just works better for people in the food industry. So. I, that's, to be fair, I was, that's not the direction I thought you were going. Um, I thought you were going to say they don't circumcise in, in Europe. Oh. I'm a man of class, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm equally disappointed in both of you. You both suck. <laughs> the moment Brooks said Europe, I just went <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> You've been to Europe more than I have, Dan. Yeah, I know. That doesn't make that joke good or bad. <laughs> it has no bearing on the joke itself. <laughs> uh, it doesn't so matter where you are or where you've been, it was bad. <laughs> so, My work here is done. <laughs> As for uh, Paper Mario, I've heard kind of mixed things. Oh my God, Brooks! <laughs> Brooks disappeared on us. Um, as for Paper Mario, I've heard kind of mixed reviews on that. Um, like some people thinking, uh, like taking issue with the fighting in it, where it's like, have you guys seen it's the? Have you guys seen the the battle? Uh, yeah. style in Paper Mario it like no. it puts the enemies on concentric rings and you can circle them around like the you stand in the center of the ring and it puts the enemies on these concentric rings and oh, you can shift them so you're basically trying to put them in a position to uh, do the most damage with your attacks so you can rotate the rings and you can shift them left and right so like when they go off the screen on the left they come up at the end of a line on the right and so you can get like full lines of enemies and then do a special attack and uh, wipe out you know the, the entire line uh, some people are saying that it's too simple I think I, I can't really remember what, what all the real critique is on it it looks kind of interesting almost mixing sort of a puzzle style with, uh, with your uh, battle mechanics but yeah that's weird I mean I know that they didn't want it to stagnate but like Sticker Star was bad. Um, like I hated that game, and I know everyone's like, "Fucking get over it." They're not gonna make the Thousand Year Door again. But like, the combat's really good. Maybe don't experiment too much because yeah. you keep fucking it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard anything too damning. At the most, I've heard is that it's too simple. Um, but, like, it's a fucking Paper Mario game. You know, like, Nintendo, with their properties, for the most part, are all about accessibility. So, like, this is something that, like, a kid can easily pick up as easily as, you know, a seasoned gamer TM. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, 
like where the where the base of that whole like Mario RPGs comes from, like they've historically been really good and they're not like baby games. Um it started with the Super, <laughs> Nintendo, started with the Super Nintendo and yeah. the Seven Stars. And then all of the handheld ones they made were incredible. Um like there were great spiritual successors to them. And those kind of have been getting worse over time as well. Paper Mario hasn't been doing great over time. So I don't know. I, I think they're taking them in the wrong direction if they're going for accessibility because they have those really cool time to RPG systems. And I thought those were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Paper Mario, I mean, it, it feels like Paper Mario, and, and I know this is a completely different game, but Mario Party as well. It feels like both of them are trying to, they, they try to, they try to innovate to the point where it's just, they don't really need to. It's like, I feel like so many people are clamoring for the old days of these games. Man, at least Mario Party moved away from the everyone on the same fucking vehicle yes, bullshit. That was dumb. Paper Mario, Mario Party for the Switch is actually a, a fairly solid return to the roots kind of thing, which yeah. is what I would have loved to see this Paper Mario a little bit more. Yeah. And how well did, did we do? Like, do we know how well that most recent Mario Party sold? Was it super successful? I'm pretty sure it was quite successful. I mean, that would make sense. I don't know you don't how well it the wheel every time <laughs> sold. I'm checking on Metacritic. Uh, so Paper Mario has an 81 on Metacritic, which isn't terrible. Um, the Super Mario Party has a 76 on metacritic which is actually kind of surprising i remember but i yeah i mean i remember it it being pretty well received and i've certainly enjoyed my time with it i like and i that's (laughs) you know the best that i can say out of that like after having played uh you know whatever fucking mario party was out on the wii or wii u or whatever the fuck uh, with the you know single platform movement uh, you know single vehicle movement bullshit like that that was garbage that was such besides, a bad decision like it's it's Mario Party nobody's looking for a revolutionary experience out of Mario yeah, Party no. they just want new mini games to yell at their friends over I, I, it's, exactly. it's not super complicated they want to steal fucking stars from people and end friendships. That's what they want from fucking Mario Party. Uh, and also, they did a good... They, they were smart about some of the innovations they did in the most recent Mario Party by making them just different game modes for you to play. Mm-hmm. Like, the rhythm game mode's pretty fun, and the co-op one is too, so I'm about it. The co-op one's a blast. The 2v2, where you can you, you can move off of the the tr- normal track and choose which direction to go and all that stuff. Yeah. That game fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, but with, uh, I understand, you know, with, with, uh, Paper Mario, it's a, a bit more of a complex experience and, you know, they're probably not wanting to be stagnant in that experience, but they would do well to look back at, you know, something like Thousand Year Door and, and what made that successful because that was, you know, a, a, an incredible game. Um, the... I feel like they, they innovated so quickly with Paper Mario. Like one and two were traditional RPG experiences, and then they're like, fuck that, and completely changed everything from then on. It was like I, I wasn't even paying attention to the uh the uh series until Thousand Year Door came out, and I was like, this looks fucking great. And it was. And it was. <laughs> Still, they will never make another one ever again. 
That's fine. <laughs> I like. I don't want them to make a fucking copy of the game. I just yeah. don't want them to make shitty games. <laughs> yeah. Let's not, <laughs> you know, Star. like turn away from mechanics that are tried and true like maybe just dial it in as opposed to you know switching things up in a drastic way and it's yeah um and to be fair i haven't played it yet so i can't speak to how far the removed from that mechanic that they have but it looks like they've made pretty drastic changes to it partially that's what i was thinking too so it looks pretty interesting i i I probably will pick it up at some point when i have time i have a billion games that i'm playing like i said yeah i literally i literally played like seven different games (laughs) all of which i played like for a couple hours and moved over to the next one (laughs) so i started playing v again because it was cheap on the eShop. And I fucking love that game so goddamn much. It's um, so good. Which one is V? Again? It's six Vs. V V V V V V. The uh, it's Terry Cavanaugh, right? Yeah. And the entire mechanic is you flip gravity and platform. So yeah. like you can't actually jump or anything. You can only flip gravity and go straight up and down. Yeah. Um, it's really really good, and the soundtrack is full of bangers. Yup. Oh, I recognize it. <laughs> Um, and I, uh, was very proud of myself that it, uh, did not take multiple days to, uh, get, uh, doing it the hard way. Doing things the hard way, man. That, that was, that was a painful 30 minutes for me. Yeah. Fuck. The first time I played it was on, uh, the 3DS, DS, 3DS must've been 3DS because it was a downloadable title on 3DS and it took me multiple days of trying that in order to get it down. Um, but I was very happy. Like I got to it. I was like, cause I love the entrance to doing things the hard way you go down so and it just passes you by each of the screens that you're about to have to go through. And you're like, <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get down there and it's only for a collectible. Like it's, it's just for completion. Uh, and you get down there and there's a collectible and then one little block Right but since before. you can't jump, you can only reverse gravity. You have to launch yourself up through this crazy series of spikes, and there's no safe place to stop. Yeah. So it's just this one little fucking pixel that's blocking you, and you have to do this stupid platforming So challenge. you route yourself <laughs> up through three screens of spikes and dodging, and then to a platform that will disappear the second you touch it, <laughs> to then flip gravity back and navigate it through it all backwards with a false end uh, to the mm-hmm. right. Uh, the, easy, the easier path is the uh, one that kills you, of yeah. course. <laughs> and then once you finally get down to the last screen, what happens often and did the first time I made it through all this, I landed on the wrong side of the fucking block. You gotta go back and do it again. Yep. <laughs> and I was so pissed. Uh, for whatever reason, the uh, V doesn't support video capture on the switch so i held down my capture button when i land i'm like yes capture and it's like this is not supported I'm like no no <laughs> i need to show my accomplishments i need to show internet. i need my my internet points 
I mean, it's just as well. I don't know that anybody's going to care about that anymore. That game's like 10 years old. But it's so good. And at least people <laughs> know. who know will appreciate it. Like, I know there are plenty of people on my friends, with, friends list who, like, if I uh, even just say, I started playing V again and I uh, just finished doing things a hard way, and they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Good like, that's you, all I'll have to say. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend it. If if you guys haven't played it, it's it, it can be super punishing at times. But uh, if you're into platforming, uh, it is so much fun. That is one of the rare games that I have 100 percent completion on. It's worth the money. And it's also great because it's uh, it's super low fidelity. So you could run it on like a potato laptop if you needed to. Oh, you mean you mean, you mean my laptop? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You can I load it out of your potato, Brooks. Woohoo! <laughs> I downloaded No Man's Sky again. So did I. Uh, <laughs> they added a, had a new update. Which yeah. Looks interesting. Uh, like you go Desolation, isn't it? Yeah, Desolation. Or, update. And you can go into, like, kind of uh, derelict spaceships that are like kind of survival horror and you like learn about the derelict spaceship and and shit and it sounds kind of cool i haven't gotten to that part yet but <laughs> oops you got dead space to... in my no man's sky exactly oops all dead space <laughs> <laughs> i haven't really so many cool things to this game like, like so much when it first came out i uh sunk probably 60 hours into it and I haven't invested uh, a lot of time in it since they've made all these improvements. So I I, seeing that Desolation came out, I um, installed it and uh, uh, started a new character. So are you playing on PC or are you playing on PS4? I'm playing on PC. Uh, we should uh, uh, do some multiplayer on that. We should. I just I started a new character because I just I wanted to go back and and. Yeah, yeah, I literally just started a new character like yesterday, so. Same. And now I, I just got my ship up and running, so. <laughs> uh, speaking of games that, uh, uh, old games with updates, uh, there's new super hot content. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Oh. Called Mind Control Delete. Uh, and if you owned super hot previously, you got it for free. So it just showed up in my library. Uh, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, some of the things that they've added are uh, there are uh, red dudes whose weapons are red, so you can't knock the weapons out of their hands. Um, and uh, there are hacks that you get to apply. So you can unlock uh, different hacks by, by playing through. Uh, but some of those hacks are things like... Um, uh, improves uh throwing damage which changes the way different throwing items behave like with bottles gesundheit with bottles it's heavy bottles so you the bottles do more damage with shurikens it makes it so when you throw it and hit a person it comes back to you and you can throw it at the next person so like it bounces off of them and and comes back to you um there's uh throwable (laughs) items I was lost for a second because you said Shuryukens and I was like, oh no, what? not no. I said Shurukens, Shurukens. 
Shuriken. Shuriken. I, just, I was just so confused. I was like, are you just, you just running around punching people? And actually, throwing actually, though, you do go around punching people because there's a new charge ability that allows you to uh, point at someone and hit the charge and you immediately basically teleport to them and punch them. Um, and one of the hacks is adds a second so like you can chain it. So if there's two people, you do the charge at the first one, it instantly kills them. And then you uh, quickly turn to the other one, hit the charge again, and uh, you teleport to them and, and kill them. So it adds a whole lot of new ways to think about uh, playing through these scenarios. It's a lot of fun. You just got to get your hands on a katana and then you can live every edgy weebs fantasy. Uh, one teleport of... behind your enemy and stab <laughs> One of the hacks is start every level with a katana. Um, one of the hacks of is start every level with uh, a random gun. Um, probably one of my favorite hacks is exploding throwables. So when you grab a fucking ashtray or something and throw it at someone, it uh, explodes in shrapnel that kills everyone around it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's been a ton of fun. And, I mean, the, if you liked the first Super Hot at all, it's more of the same with slight variation, and it's just a blast. Is it really super, hot? Super, hot. super hot? Super hot. Super hot. I really want to play the VR version. Uh, VR version is really cool. It's very, yeah, very cool. What, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> we just. <laughs> I don't even know why I get mad. I do the same exact fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you, uh, you have no place to be mad right now. Yeah, the two of you are, are two peas in a pod. Um, what else happened this past week? Uh, what have what have you guys been up to? Uh, uh, just redecorating. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I didn't play anything this. Really? Really? I mean, beyond like some overcooks today with my roommates. Sure. Uh. Yeah. No. No games. Overcooked Just, is always a lot of fun. Always reading and uh, and moving things around. I, I I like rolled up like seven posters. I'm that guy with posters in a garage. <laughs> is that is that a trope? I, I figured is that it? that guy is the one who has those waifu posters on his walls. No, well, you see, then 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 I become the yard sale guy with enough of those things, and then it's just like a sad display of my twenties, just out there <laughs> for like selling your childhood away. Yeah, I noticed your hey, Casablanca. Hey, hey, your Casablanca's <laughs> down. Uh, I moved it. Oh, okay. It's, it's one, of the, one of the ones I kept. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I was gonna say, did you outgrow Casablanca? I, I was like, kind of worried about Brooks there for a second, and that like, <laughs> Brooks are That's like are, the are you? In my head. I guess this is growing <laughs> yeah. up. He's he's just gonna like. <laughs> no more Casablanca posters for Brooks. Romance is dead. I put away childish things. <laughs> Into the garage. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I, I, I like redecorated, like, 
a lot of the downstairs. Like meatloaf no longer adorns my bathroom. <gasps> That's that is sinful. Yeah. Can we, can we, now can I we, can't what? make the let me pee on it joke anymore. <laughs> I mean, I can still put it inside the bathroom. <laughs> did, did you put something else on the bathroom door, or is it just no. blank stuff? How do we know where the I bathroom don't. is, Brooks? I don't. You know, you guys have been going, going to the bathroom in my house for a while now. I think you know where it is. I don't. Now I'm gonna have to make the same joke every time I go over. Where's the bathroom, Brooks? I can't. <laughs> I I don't know if I like Brooks growing up. This is this is. You kind of cut out there. I can't hear you. I don't know if I like Brooks growing up. This oh is worrying. <laughs> I mean, I still have that. I didn't throw it away. I just kind of like decided I didn't want to live inside of an Applebee's for the rest of my life. (laughs) You metaphorically threw it away by you. You removed it from its rightful place. This is like finding out your kid. This is like finding out your kid doesn't believe in Santa Claus anymore, and you didn't tell them. You're like, but you're growing up so quickly. It's the end of an era. At least a couple more years left of this. No, I I don't believe in meatloaf anymore. <laughs> he's, not, he's just a guy in a costume. And there we've got the episode title. I don't believe in meatloaf anymore. <laughs> oh man! But, I mean, I, I I still have my weird shit out. Like like here, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll demonstrate. I I think I think. Uh, I think if you're really thinking about uh, keeping keeping the, these uh, posters off the wall, you probably should uh, sleep on it, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, that was you were reaching. I'm sorry. Tyler, I don't find that amusing because I don't believe in meatloaf anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks doesn't sleep on anything anymore. <laughs> this right here, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> What he does now is he stands directly on the center of his bed and just hibernates. <laughs> he just hangs directly from the ceiling fan by his feet. I meditate for 30 minutes and I am fitfully rested. <laughs> How about you, Dan? Uh, what have you been playing this week? Mostly Smite, but uh, I also picked up this game called Synthetic that's really badass. Uh, it's a top-down, like, wave shooter, almost. Um, it's either level-to-level or wave-to-wave, depending on how you play it. Um, it's super hard. It's got multiplayer on it, and <laughs> the reason I was uh, I was late to the podcast by a minute or two is yeah. I was in the middle of a long round with a friend. And uh, I always play the Demolitionist because explosions make me laugh. And... Uh, <laughs> I, I turned to him and I said, I have no more time left. I'm so sorry. And I blew us both up with my grenade launcher. Friendly fire is always on, including for enemies. So your enemies will blow each other up all the time, too. Uh, it's it's great. I've, I've never beaten it, though. It's really, really, really fucking hard. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that sounds um, fantastic. The uh, I I like that kind of it sounds like a game that that I'd like. I like that style. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll have to look into that. What'd you say it's called? Synthetic. Synthetic. With a, with a K. Ooh, edgy. Ooh. Synthetic. 
That's, I, that's I, how you know it takes place in the future. I don't know <laughs> if it's edgy or if it's developed by Eastern Europeans. <laughs> no, actually, I actually Synthetic. don't know Synthetic. where the game comes from. Synthetic. Oh, that's, that's, how you, that's how you know it, it takes place in a small business in Baltic State. <laughs> no, that's just how you know it takes place in the future, because when you get past the year 2030, uh, people, oh. people forget how to spell. <laughs> it's uh, German. It's made by a studio from Berlin. Oh. Uh, that's synthetic. Um, <laughs> there's uh, a game that uh, is uh, a new Devolver digital game that uh, is coming out that I'm uh, pretty excited for. It comes out on Tuesday. And I was very happy to find that it is available on Xbox Game Pass. Um, and I should just start looking there when I'm excited for a game first because, like, the second Neon Ab- Abyss went on sale, I bought it instantly and then found out that it was also available on Game Pass. Um, the uh, uh, But the game that's coming out is called Carrion, where you're like a worm like this weird monstrous blood worm that like moves i i can't i don't know how to describe it, it, it you're Is it heavy fucking metal the, the game you're like killing humans as this giant blood worm that acts more like a fluid and you can shoot your tentacles into some humans and take control of them and shoot other people as that human. Like it looks fucking rad. It looks seriously cool, but that's coming out on Tuesday. I mean, devolver digital. Yeah. Revolver. (laughs) (laughs) Revolver digital. (laughs) Revolver Revolver digital. Is there, a, is there a number of times we can say Devolver Digital where they have to become sponsors of us? Because <laughs> we're on our way if we're Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I wonder if they have Devolver Digital titles available in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Good question. Um, in Ireland. We're not cool enough for Devolver Digital to give a shit about us. Let's yeah. be real, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, something well, that we I... Gotta, we gotta be more art house. Something that I forgot to bring up uh, last week is in addition to like their typical, you know, uh, connect uh, style thing, their their digital uh, uh, event stuff uh, that they did last week. They also released a free game called Devolverland oh, yeah. Expo, which is a way to like I, I downloaded it, but I haven't uh, played it yet, but it's it shows off a whole bunch of games and it in itself is a game. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Again, it's, it's Devolver's MO. It's fitting. Yep. <laughs> Bye. This game. <laughs> Genius, Brooks. That's how we will get them to become our sponsors. <laughs> Start hypnotizing all 20 people who watch us. Into yeah, right. Now, if those 20 people get three of their friends, how <laughs> oh, it could be multi level marketers? Uh, it's called multi level gaming. <laughs> it is a topless robot pyramid scheme. 
if it's multi-level gaming, can we just make sure to avoid the water level? <laughs> we have come to the end of the episode, uh, but I do want to uh, do our uh, usual highlight of the week. Uh, so let's uh, start with you, Tyler. Oh, well, um, I watched a, a movie that uh, that uh, Jasmine was telling me to watch, and it was surprisingly fantastic. Uh, not because I don't trust Jasmine's tastes, more just I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did. It's a Hulu original, Palm Springs, and it's fucking great. Yep. It is fucking great it's it's something that i've been meaning to bring up on the podcast since it uh was released and i just keep forgetting uh and uh, if you're watching this don't read anything about it just watch palm springs it's a lonely island film and it's fucking great uh but don't read anything about it you will uh it will improve your experience not the less you know going into it the only thing that I knew going into it was Andy Sandberg's in it, J.K. Simmons in it, in it, and that was all I needed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right. That sounds great. I'll watch it. And also, I guess the mom from uh, from How I Met Your Mother. Um, but yeah, that, that's it. That's all I all you need to know. Don't look it up. Don't look at anything. It's so good though. It's all you need to know. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I would say either that or uh, um. Got to play. Oh, I played this interesting game, which I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did. But it's a free game on Steam, Fistful of Frags, and it reminded me a lot of the original Red Dead Revolver, um, where it's more like an arena shooter kind of thing that takes place in the Old West. Hmm. And uh, it was a lot of fun because, like, how the the or the basic thing of the game is just you're you're in the old west you have old west weapons and those weapons like because they're old are like a long time to reload um they're not super accurate um and you can kind of choose your loadout and like each each weapon that you get like you can get like really really good weapons and they're like six stars or you can get really shitty weapons that are like one stars and yes you're going around trying to kill everybody but the winner is actually the one who gets the most notoriety for fighting and you get more notoriety by using shittier weapons. So you can run around using like the best shotgun that's in there and get a whole bunch of kills. But the dude that's running around kicking people off the ledge with their boots is going to beat you. (laughs) That's what I would do the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) There are literally just people running around with like, with their fish, just punch, 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 kicking people off ledges. And then you like run around a corner with a shotgun. There's people with bows and arrows and it's just madness. I mean, that makes sense. You know, like anyone could run around with a perfectly good shotgun and, and kill everyone really well. But the dude who's gonna actually be notable is the dude who's running around with a shotgun with the barrel pointed at bent back at himself who's managing <laughs> to kill everyone else yeah exactly <laughs> and it's so funny because it's definitely an older game and, and one that's been around for a while so there's a pretty good uh community and everything and so there's people that are really fucking good and like they always have like the most notoriety it's just funny you see those guys running around and they're just with basically their foot's out the entire time they're just nah! 
<laughs> booting people off the fucking cliff, and it's hilarious. <laughs> if there is a shitty melee weapon in any game, I'm using it. Oh, it's 100% <laughs> of the time. So that one's a lot of fun. I, I, I really enjoyed that. So yeah, either one of those two things. Take your pick. <laughs> All right, on Brooks. Um. Uh, I don't know. I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I redecorated. I already talked about that. Yay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. In our that's... opinion, that's a low light, but uh, continue. <laughs> How dare you change? You? How dare you change? I miss meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in meatloaf. Child. <laughs> <laughs> Hot bless my soul. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how about you, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> the highlight of my week is my newfound resolve to come over to your house and beat you up for taking meatloaf off of your bathroom door. Done. <laughs> it's gonna come at you like a bat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, two out of three are bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm changing this to my highlight, by the way. <laughs> These meatloaf phone puns are fantastic. <laughs> Dan, is is that your your final answer? <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Are you sure your highlight isn't coming home from <laughs> the plague? The that plague was the last one. Okay, bro. <laughs> It was technically after the podcast when you got home last week <laughs> or this week. Um, Some week for me, uh, I uh, so uh, you guys know that I I uh, uh, kind of have battles of depression and stuff like that, and have for like a real long time. Um, and sometimes it's like been so bad where I get like super, you know, self-critical and, and shit like that. And uh, it's hard to be motivated. And I don't know, but it's never something that I've ever thought of, like in the context of other people who I know who suffer from chronic depression and things like that. Like I always minimize my own experience versus people who I know, you know, who have, you know, been depressed their entire lives and and uh whatnot but it's still something that like i've seen my friends you know go to uh therapists and psychiatrists uh and it's worked very well for them i haven't seen anyone since i was like eight years old so i scheduled a telehealth um uh with a psychiatrist on tuesday and uh it went surprisingly well like i wasn't sure how i was going to feel about the whole telehealth thing and i specifically picked out a psychiatrist because if you know i'm open to trying drugs if that's what it's going to take to level my chemicals or whatever and uh, um it turned out like i didn't realize that like a a psychiatrist isn't like a hey let's talk about it really at all like she was thankful that i was as open about things that were on my mind with her because it helped her diagnose me but she's more of a diagnose and you know make a prescription kind of thing 
and uh, she said uh, that uh, it's textbook depression uh, and prescribed me Zoloft. And uh, so I started taking Zoloft on Tuesday. And um, it's going to be a little bit before I find out how it impacts me, like if I'm actually going to see any benefit from it or if we need to adjust dosages or uh, change me to a different um, prescription. But so far, the side effects have been minimal. Um, I had a little nausea and uh, yesterday and uh, have had a couple of, you know, headaches, but that's pretty much it. Um, and I'm just really, I feel hopeful and relieved and excited at the prospect that my normal doesn't have to be normal. Um, and I'm also going to be, you know, adding, I'm going to be doing normal therapist, uh, telehealth visits as well, like in addition to it. So it's not just, I know like there's no magic drug that's going to like make me feel great. Um, but so, you know, I'm going to combine it with regular uh, telehealth uh, therapy uh, as well. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just hopeful. I'm, I'm so sick of uh, having these, like, fatalist bouts of, you know, I pour a lot of energy into, you know, making this or uh, any uh, creative endeavors and just... For some reason, if anyone, you know, says something, uh, you know, overtly critical about it, or if I, like, we're not seeing enough, you know, uh, feedback at all or, or anything like that, I, I take that way too personally. And it, it has been a challenge for me. And, it, like, to the point where when I'm in a depressive state and... I dwell on things like this too hard. I like have wanted to just say, fuck it and delete everything. And uh, I need to just, I need to get myself out of those pits. And so I'm, I'm really hopeful that I'll, you know, be able to defeat that and also be more, productive and like be able to get myself out of bed with less of a fight so we'll see time will tell but yeah dude that's yeah. Awesome. the hardest part of this is is that first step taking that first step and actually getting the help that you need and i feel like in our culture way too many people i mean honestly just kind of what you said like you you compare your your trauma to other people's trauma and because it's not as bad as other people's trauma you disregard the trauma that you are currently going for going through and I, i've always said and i'm pretty sure i've said on the podcast just because other people had it worse doesn't mean that you shouldn't like you're not allowed to feel bad like sure and i feel like that idea stops a lot of people from going out and getting the help so the fact that you're actually going out there and and jumping on that train and figuring things out is fucking awesome. So I'm, I'm really happy for you, dude. Yeah, it's it's definitely not going to be a, a, a quick thing, but, uh, you know, no. uh, I don't know. I'm just Let's super, I'm super hopeful. Uh, and uh, we'll see, you know. We're so, here for you. Yeah. 
Sorry to make things all serious. <laughs> now, you, now you can be, not be the, the sad gray blob in the Zoloft commercials of yore. The rain <laughs> Chasing butterflies in the meadow. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, am just super excited for any improvement, I guess. And uh, it, it's obviously... I have noticed weird things that I don't know if it's placebo like in that you know I'm expecting something to start happening or not but um, yesterday I spent almost the entire day in bed uh, and uh, once I got out of bed I didn't want to get back into bed like I, I felt a like once I actually got moving I, I felt uh, a lot more energy and a lot more um, I don't know uh, motivation and uh, I don't know if but today it was all gone again <laughs> but like you know who knows if that was just me you know reading into my own behaviors too much knowing that uh, certain things may be altered you know or if things were actually altered I don't know, man. It's probably, it's probably best not to overthink it, because even if it is a placebo effect, if it makes you feel better, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Let it placebo. <laughs> On that super serious note, uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, Very good. Thank you, everyone, yeah. for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, business owner, did you know that over 4.2 billion people are active on social media now? That means if you want to connect with your customers and find new ones, you need social. Hootsuite is the must-have tool for managing and growing your business on social. You can schedule content, publish posts, and track your success all in one place. Millions of businesses around the world are already using Hootsuite. Now it's your turn. Go to Hootsuite.com slash 30 free to start your free trial and get 50% off your first year. That's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash 30 free for a free 30-day trial and 50% off your first year.